<laughs> yeah, she's put on weight. Oh, it's all right. But... You're a you're a retired gal now, aren't you, Moles? Everyone puts on a little bit of old age chub. Mm-hmm. I've started early. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Can you, can you not? I just love the fact that <laughs> <laughs> I appear to have made it worse. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're in polite company, dear. Yeah. <laughs> Let you me clean spread my, my legs poop. and <laughs> spread my legs and lick my anus in peace. <laughs> she keeps getting her tongue stuck and then has to like wrestle it out from the fur. Welcome like... to week fifteen of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Stiff Upper Lip, the NFL podcast by Brits, with me, Ed Wilkins. Me, Emma Hebron. Me, Sam Wong. Me, Tom Chappell. And Bear. Excellent. Lovely. I made so many notes this week. Holy cow. Oh, yeah, there was look some, at that. some notes. That's the equivalent of multiple sheets of A4, well done. I'm ready, <laughs> I'm ready. I also Sam, I'm coming for your brand. Big notes. Right, Emma, give us a Zero. game before we all... <laughs> <laughs> Well, before we banter ourselves off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Bengals 13, Patriots 34. There we Doesn't go. Doesn't sound that interesting, but I thought that was the Bengals really kind of held their own for a bit. <laughs> yeah. They were winning at one point. Mm-hmm. Well, they got to be a plus from me because they played pretty well. But we're just going to ignore the second half because I feel like they just kind of jumped off cliff on the second half. Yeah. Yeah, they did. But a good half against the Patriots is it's not It was good against the shaping. Patriots and I think the <laughs> Patriots could have definitely done better. To oh, say yeah. that they were against the Bengals. Yes. <laughs> With the Patriots offense, got is it four interceptions from the defense? Uh, yeah. But I, th- I think the bigger thing about this game is the narrative going on above it, the Spygate 2. Yeah. Which we didn't cover before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, I'm sure that everybody's aware, but... For the benefit of Beth, apparently. <laughs> oh, okay. Also. Uh, I, also I forgot, I forgot the, to fill her in. The Patriots were accused of filming the Bengals' sideline to oh, try really? and work out what the calls meant in terms of place sneaky bastards yeah. yeah so the the way this that they sort no-no. of the the way that they sort of tried to pass it off was uh that they're they're currently doing like a tv series called like do your job or do your role or do something your job, yeah. um and they tried to say like oh it was part of our advanced scouting thing but there was eight minutes of uninterrupted footage of the bengal sideline and they only stopped filming the bengal sideline when a bengal security guard caught them videotaping the sideline yeah. and telling them you know you're not meant to do that right and they were just like oh we can delete the footage we can delete the footage it's like the damage is done you're yeah. being reported to the league as we speak and then they uh well they already did this yeah the uh, bit that's several years bad back. is that they did it in 2007 yeah to the jets another woeful yeah. franchise uh, mm-hmm. they use video to try and steal the so jets what we can take from this is the new england patriots are actually shite <laughs> and actually need like a heads up on what they're doing that's yeah. what i'm taking the thing from. is like if you would have fucking shit houses what i don't understand is why if you're the patriots why would you be scared of the bengals exactly like like why i mean tom brady didn't do great that game i don't think yeah. for tom brady no he's not done the last few games yeah. so i mean spoilers but tom brady hasn't made the pro bowl no Ooh. which is the first year since like 2002 or something ridiculous where he's not made the pro bowl yeah and to be fair, I think it's pretty much well deserved because I mean yeah, the AFC had the yeah. AFC had like three strong con- uh, candidates anyway. But like Tom Brady's not. I saw a I saw a thing that Tom Brady is in the bottom five for average yards per attempt in mm-hmm. the entire league. 
4.4 yards per attempt. Yeah. He's below Mason Rudolph, there were... who everyone bitched at for being really conservative there and shit. There were weeks when we were like, oh wow, Mitch was so bad. Yeah. And Mitch's pass rating was better than Tom Brady's. Like, yeah. He's not been good. And but... yet, even despite all of this, the Patriots are still going to end up in the Super Bowl because Bill Belichick knows how to coach a defense. Yeah, that's true. And that's it. <laughs> Do you think they'll make it all the way to the Super Bowl? Well, every time that I always think that the Patriots are going to get upstaged by a really up-and-coming, interesting team like a la Chiefs last year, mm. uh, they then manage to upstage everyone else by being boring. But they've always lent on the... Pl- or at least in recent years, they've lent on their sort of offensive playmakers. Mm. Yeah, like Edelman and Gronk and stuff. But mm. this year is going to be the year where defence wins championship, offence sells tickets is really going to be put to the test. And the number one defence might end up winning another championship, and I hate it. Because stay away to seven is the worst is the worst tagline in all of football. <laughs> Get to fuck, <laughs> Patriots. Patriots, eh? Ravens, Jets, 42-21. Um, Ravens, best team in the league. Yeah, they've clinched the Showing playoffs it now. Once again, that's yeah. the most interesting bit of the entire game. Yeah, mm-hmm. they've clinched their first round by. They also had uh, twelve players in the Pro Bowl, nice. which we, which we'll come on to. Yeah, yeah. Packers Bears twenty one to thirteen. I didn't feel <laughs> like there was much to say. No, just a crap game, wasn't it? Really, yeah. Well, yeah. that last play, I was like so the hoping last that play it I loved. I yeah. absolutely loved that. I was rooting for the Bears, and then. It just went nowhere. Yeah. Then Jesper Horstead like... doesn't do his lateral damage. Yeah. No. There were two players to his right. He could have easily pitched it to one of them. Not and just they had two a pretty... players, but like our best two receivers are directly next to you. Just give it to one of them. No, just but Tariq Cohen was like 20 yards behind him. Like He's yeah. your only good receiver, isn't he? You've got to be joking. <laughs> he gets in there again. He gets a pass every week. Yeah, don't, no, exactly. Don't diss, right? The Bears, the Bears social there. media hypes him up as the best receiver in the league by these stats. <laughs> He's there every week making that single catch and then going home. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a man miss for two yards. <laughs> It's like five minutes in, he's made his catch. He's like, right, I'm done for the day. (laughs) (laughs) The offense gets out and he's just in the backfield on a deck. (laughs) (laughs) He is an alternate this year, but he's an alternate for punt returning. Right. Panthers Seahawks 24-30, wasn't it? Mm, This one was actually closer than one might think, although Seahawks just find a way to win is, I think, the narrative of this one. Yeah. Yeah, but the Panthers did come close for the first time in a while. The story of the Panthers for me this year is going to be, once again, their marquee talents are let down by the players around them. Yeah. There's an interesting stat that Christian McCaffrey is, what, like 80 yards away from 2,000 yards total. No, he's already hit the 2,000. Has he already hit it? He's, um, I think he's about 80 received, no, is it about 100 receiving yards away from doing a 1,000-1,000. Oh, that's the one, yeah. Which has only been done twice before. So 1,000 rushing yards, 1,000 receiving yards. Which shows you just how bad the rest of the Panthers is. They've got that guy on their team and they're still doing so badly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't take him out Yeah. Like for the last two weeks. Just let the people that pay their money see the only guy worth it. <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah. he's also had the highest um, snap count for a non-QB over two years since the 60s. What a guy. Poor guy's going to be shattered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We love Christian McCaffrey. Titans-Texans 21-24. This game. This was a game and a half. 
Uh, none of us picked this right. We all thought either the Titans would win. Beth, you were closest because you thought it would be a tie. And it it, it had the makings of a tie. It, it was almost there. Mm. But it was a really good game. I enjoyed it. Really good game. Good for you. Yeah. Good oh. for you. <laughs> the, the biggest takeaway here is that we didn't suffer as a result of our own actions because the Texans saved our asses. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Houston. Raise a glass. <laughs> the, the thing that I take from this is the all the talk about Will Fuller being the key piece in that offense is true. As soon yeah. as as soon as Will Fuller's in the offense, they have a deep threat. Because there's, yeah. the there's the pass over to Kenny Stills where D-Hop is single covered and beats his coverage. Kenny Stills is single covered and beats his coverage because Will Fuller's on the field as well, and they can't deal they can't, with yeah. that many that many receivers playing well and capable of sort of beating the men downfield. That's mm. what enables the Texans to have such a dynamic attack when they're all on the field. Yeah, and Nuke had a big game again. It's worth mentioning. I know that we usually end up reverting to Will Fuller, but like as a wide receiver, one like Nuke is basically like the guy that you want. Really, you still don't know what Texans are going to show up though. No, that's on the day they can beat or lose to anyone. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a team that scored three points against the Broncos. But yeah, then beat the Patriots. <laughs> like... <laughs> you have no idea what's going to happen, mm-hmm. which that's, is exciting. That's well, that's the kind of. That's the kind of bomb. Can you imagine coming up against the Texans in the playoffs? Can you imagine? The you can't even scheme to... for it. No, the thought of having to play a team that might drop a hammer on the best defense in the league at that point, or the team that might come out firing no guns against One the toothless Broncos offense. team. Yeah, I'm down for that. I think that should happen. I hope that happens. Steelers, Texans. Yeah. Right. I also hope for that. As it stands, it would be Chiefs if it was today. Which is why I hope for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Giants Dolphins. Giants win for the first time since September. Thirty six to twenty. <laughs> Good job. Can we get one of the stock um Sam stock phrases in? Oh great play. Getting a bit getting a bit more ballsy with those long plays. Arm like a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Uh, again, the sort of only takeaway I could really think of was Eli Manning basically walking around as though it was his retirement game. There's still yeah. two well, weeks left of the season, Eli. Well, he mm. at this present moment has lost and won 117 games. Really? So he's completely that's his balanced. Career, that's his regular season career record is 117 wins, 117 losses. Wow. He just needs to win and lose one of the upcoming games and he'll stay balanced. dead even. Or just drop him. <laughs> Just let him go. Let him retire. Who's the third choice quarterback? In? Alex Tanney. Alex Tanney. Yeah. Oh. So they've got Daniel Jones, Alex Tanney, and Eli Manning. All of which are probably the exact same human being, but mm-hmm. cloned worse and worse yeah. every time. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if he was back. Who? Danny Dimes. No, no. the man. The oh. man. The man. The myth. The legend. <laughs> oh my god! It's been so long since I've heard the name Eric Dungey. <laughs> I know. If only he was there, oh. Tom. Imagine how oh. different the giant season would have looked. Imagine a season where we had Duck Hodges and Eric Dungey both here. Like <laughs> coming into the year, everyone's like, "Oh, Daniel Jones, Big Ben Roethlisberger," and then like all of the other guys, they're much better. Slowly and then we come in down. here, yeah, <laughs> we're now left with a duck caller and a man whose literal last name is. Dungy. <laughs> Just dying down. First, na- down to yeah. first name Eric. <laughs> Eric. Is he still on Cameo? Uh, I sure hope so. Is he signed to a roster? But can you have a look and uh, look at Eric Dungy and see where his career trajectory is? Why? Because do you want to sign him to us? He'll <laughs> 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 be our correspondent. <laughs> Who for? Which <laughs> team? He might present insight that we may not have. <laughs> us correspondent. <laughs> Yeah, the husks know. of the Washington Generals. 
The Chicago Steelers. <laughs> what was the name of the... Um... Oh, Muckluck Dairy Cows. Muckluck Dairy Cows, yeah. <laughs> oh, my word. That's the single greatest made-up sports team I've ever met. <laughs> Do you reckon that Eric Dungy is allowed to go back to college and re-enter the draft for the college <laughs> for the college things and just be like a, a senior in Arkansas State or something? Just like a fake moustache. <laughs> yeah. But no, he just needs to shave. He doesn't need a fake moustache. That's true. He's on the Browns practice squad. <laughs> is he? Yeah, oh, for a, fuck's sake. The Dungmeister General. <laughs> Dung on the Browns. He is, he is still on Cameo for just $30. Oh, he's gone off oh, in the world. Uh, no, yeah. yeah, he went up by $5. Yeah, he did. I like that it doesn't say like current member of the Browns or like, former member of the Giants. It says former Syracuse University quarterback 2015 to 2000. Because he's not played a snap in a practice squad yet. So, wave that jersey. (laughs) Redskins 27, Eagles 37. No. There was nothing to say. Utter shit show of a game. Move on. Should just do like a big thumbs down. (laughs) You know, all I'll say about this game is that the Eagles may still make the playoffs. I hate it. I mean, they're lo- like the fact that they scored a touchdown defensively in the last second was, the last was play interesting. Was fantastic. The, but that was like, <clears throat> you'd have to watch like three hours of shite to get to that point. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like oh, the yeah. equivalent of cooking meth, isn't it? Because it like takes so long and it's so arduous and then the buzz is really over after a few seconds. I feel like but you know all... more about meth no. than you should. <laughs> <laughs> You're also sucked in for a life of misery. <laughs> yes. Why was your first example meth <laughs> and not like baking <laughs> yeah. is it meth that you can make out of um, Sudafed I'm sure it is I've got no idea but uh, really? we're looking that yeah. Let's look, just because yes. in case I'm this sure. podcast doesn't make us money we do need a plan yeah. B I, you know for the police for the police, I don't. I don't actually cook meth. I've just been told this fact by. Roxanne. My yeah, <laughs> it is. It, there's an article called "Losing the War on Meth and Sudafed at the Same Time." Yeah, if you buy too much Sudafed, you can be arrested. Let that be wow. a lesson to you. Don't do Sudafed. As is typical, a conversation about Philadelphia turns to drugs. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very quickly. Yeah, let's, let's just fucking move on. Yeah, let's get out of here. Uh, Chiefs twenty three, Broncos three. Yeah. Snow day. Yeah. Watching them slip everywhere. It did bring me some joy. Sometimes I just look at you and think, why are you doing that voice? (laughs) (laughs) The best part is, I don't know. (laughs) It was a a snowy game, which are always fun. Yeah. There's a a lot of uh, people on like the Bears Instagram are like, oh, Trubisky's going to play against Mahomes and show why we should have picked him. We were correct to pick Mitch over Mahomes. Like, no, he's not. It's not what's gonna happen. Patrick Mahomes was torching <laughs> one of the best defences in the game in the snow, which is famously hard to move the ball in the air. I was like, it's not gonna happen. No. What's gonna happen is we're all gonna cry. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> what's gonna happen is Tyrion Matthew is gonna overtake everyone else on the interceptions leaderboard in one game. The honey badger's coming for you. It may <laughs> the happen. honey badger's coming. That's, that's what his name is. <laughs> that's his nickname. That's not even the best one. No, oh, it's not. That. Chargers kicker, Michael Badgley. He's called the Money Badger. The Money Badger. <laughs> it's funny because he's also bad. <laughs> yes. Uh, Lions seventeen bucks thirty eight. 
It was interesting on the part of the books. Yeah, it's yeah. just basically the most standard Jameis Winston yeah. by like two this... games in a row he's gone over 450 yeah. passing yards. This felt like almost sort of the game wasn't interesting enough and so Jameis decided to just play against himself. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. he's like, oh, will I make the pass? Will I not? Will yeah. there be an interception? We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best thing about Jameis Winston. He plays as a lottery because he's that bored with the actual NFL that he just throws yeah. any ball that he sort of sees fit because he's just like, well, we might see it go right. <laughs> It'll be interesting yeah. either way. I can't claim credit for the stat, but he threw an interception on his first drive. Did you know that the the box are four and one? Yeah. When Jameis has thrown an interception on the first drive. Yeah. They always win. Yeah. Because he he a drops them immediately charm. into the into like it's when you go swimming and the water's too <laughs> cold and then you you've got to like readjust yourself. That's the Buccaneers coming into every game. And my Jam- metaphor was weird. Everyone. That was a very weird metaphor. <laughs> it's to not use. that weird. Everyone's been swimming except like. Are you talking about adjusting yourself? No, no I'm he's talking on about, about like, like when it's when just you... cold in the water when you get in and you've got to like wait for yourself to like. Yeah, that is the... not what I thought you meant. No, you I thought you meant like, like I got in the water. And it was really cold, so I had to like adjust myself. Your body warms up because yeah. you're thrust into a really uncomfortable okay. situation. What? Okay. Again, yeah, I, I once, your choice uh, of the yeah. word thrust is so, <laughs> so unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a penis metaphor. Glad to be proven wrong. <laughs> we are advertising the Especially because you kept looking at me like, you know. <laughs> Everyone's been swimming. Everyone's adjusted their penis. <laughs> Let's right. move on. <laughs> uh, Cardinals 38, Browns 24. <laughs> this, is is one, <laughs> this is one game where I want to give the grades. I gave the Cardinals an A- minus and the Browns a CGM for Come Get Me. Oh, okay. Ooh, I gave the Cardinals what... an A- as well and the Browns an E for... Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, Kenyon Drake, probably the player of the week, offensively, four mm, touchdowns. I mean, you've sort of got to put Drew Brees in there for like 29 yeah, that's true, actually, Drew Brees. Multiple yeah. touchdown poor, break. Poor old Kenyon. Poor yeah. Kenyon. Oh, <laughs> but we'll get onto that later. But did you? The most, the most amusing thing here is that the Browns have somehow had the shortest and most unsuccessful Super, uh, Super Bowl window in the entire history of the NFL, where they've had yeah. less than a year, and all of their players have given up. Like Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. are telling everyone that they can to get them because they are I just. I love that they were just stood there like shouting, "Come get me!" Yeah, it apparently save me. Yeah, <laughs> literally, like Odell Beckham Jr. even told Mike Tomlin to come get him. Like this is a guy who's playing for the Browns and wanted the Steelers to come get him. Like that's how bad it is. In Do you Cleveland. reckon that like next mm-hmm. week they'll just all lie down on the floor and spell out "Help us"? S O S. Just spell it yeah. out of Steelers helmets. <laughs> Whoa, swinging. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you just need to stop now. <laughs> You're so bitter. I'm not bitter. I'd rather Why, be with your friends, mate, because they on, are much sorry. fitter. How, how would I be bitter about a team that's destined for failure every year? Because the <laughs> anger yeah. that that sentence... Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the sort of remarkable vitriol <laughs> of, like, yeah. two months Why later. Why would I do it? In fairness, though, like, if the Saints... spit take of that. If, the Saints, if the Saints weren't very good, you would also be taking great pleasure. Yes. Exactly. I take great pleasure in the misery of Cleveland. The problem is that the Saints are good. Yeah, exactly. But I would like to point out that Edward's hatred is specific towards the team, whereas yours is extended statewide over every person in Ohio. Ohio. I don't hate all of Ohio. Craig Smith is a G. And also that one guy. (laughs) And he's a Bengal. (laughs) Yeah. And also My friend lives there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Shout out to your friend. The band The National are from there. Do you like The National? I've never really listened to The National. I love The National. Well, we love The National. Next game was Raiders 16, Jags 20. The interest in here isn't about the game, really. It's just the vitriol of everyone in Oakland towards this team. Oh, jeez, yeah, with all the lasers. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even just with the lasers. Imagine imagine going out of the last game you'll ever play in the stadium with such a sad whimper. Yeah. Sort of allowing the Jags to... Is it 16 unanswered points at the end? Uh, wasn't it 20? Maybe, perhaps 20. And, like, the idea that the team would just capitulate into in such a sort of, like, marquee game is kind of telling of where the Raiders' season is. Yeah. And also the lasers. Yeah. Yeah, don't lasers. be firing your lasers back. Don't people. fire lasers at people. I'm looking... Look to you, Beth. Why? No, no lasers. <laughs> I, I'm right? not firing no lasers. Don't yeah. fire your lasers. I'm not firing yeah. my lasers. No, those lasers you've keep, got. Don't fire them. Keep yeah. those lasers holstered. <laughs> I'm keeping my lasers holstered. There we go. Uh, Chargers 10, Vikings 39. Seven turnovers. Yeah. Defense like Swiss cheese. <laughs> Phil Rivers is bad, isn't he? Yeah, I, I Melvin like Melvin Gordon Rivers. had two fumbles, and then yeah. watched the like the rest of the game from under a poncho. Yeah, Did, um, the official exit. I was about to say exit Poland. They um, they <laughs> oh, took. Geez, the, we're not going to get political. Um, they took a a, a cross section of fans leaving the stadium. Did you know that Vikings fans outnumbered the Chargers fans eight to one? Really? There were Chargers fans there. Yes. At a, a Chargers <laughs> game, yeah. eight to one. Yeah. Fantastic. The yes. only time that anyone in in LA is going to care about any any semblance of this Chargers team is when they, they play just, the Rams. Well, yeah, they just blow. I don't even think that they care then. I don't think LA cares about either of its NFL teams, and it's a waste to have them both there. Do you think that Phil Rivers will be? Do you think that he'll be the starting quarterback in LA next year? I sure hope not for their sake. Me too. Every day, one man must sit on the floor in some pillows next to a clothing rail in a spare room while his colleagues sit on a comfy bed with appropriate seating. For just £200 in total, we can get this man a chair and a table so that he can podcast in comfort and not need to stretch his groin every week. Please, please pledge as much as you can or as much as you really want to to this poverty-stricken boy and help him afford a table and chair. Please go to http colon forward slash forward slash www.stiffupperlippod.com forward slash the cleft chinchilla appeal appeal thank you and please donate what you can to this unfortunate boy thank you this has been a message brought to you by the cleft chinchilla appeal appeal foundation if you would like to know more please visit our website thank you Cowboys 44, Rams 21. Speaking of lack of interest in LA. <laughs> Whoa, the Cowboys have, have come out good. here and have actually obliterated a winning team. No, I was team. talking about the Rams oh. not oh, being no, worth yeah. it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, no, the Cowboys shellacked them. The Cowboys yeah. have done us an enormous favour. They like rolled back the years while doing it yeah. as well, like Jason Witten and Sean oh, yeah. Lee were the guys catching <laughs> passes and making interceptions. Like, Mind Asia over 70. Yeah. 
I also feel <laughs> it's worth pointing out that Beth was the only person to get this game correct. Yeah. In Thank you. I knew that the cows were going to kill it. She's done it again. Props to the baller. Yeah. Yeah. Baller Waller does it. Yes. Congrats. Thanks. With the, with the Rams loss, the Vikings only need to win one game now to make the playoffs. And if the Rams lose one game, they are eliminated from that final seed. Wow. Yeah. Isn't it like 97% chance that it'll be you yeah. over them? Because you Exciting. basically hold like the tiebreak at this point. Like You need to just yeah. not fuck up and they need to do miracles. Yeah, I mean, they're playing the 49ers next week, so... Yeah, they're, yeah. they're fucked then. Let's yeah. Just, yeah. Assume that the Vikings are there. Although, 49ers 22, Falcons 29. I thought this was a really weird game. It was I weird. thought it was so unusual. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Like, the ball was just dropped all the time. Yeah. All the time. It was just on the floor. Did you know that um, George Kittle and Julio Jones both had 13 catches for 134 yards? Really? Did they? Yes. Wow. That's both of their stat lines. How I, curious is that? I like that. I'm a big fan of that. Especially given that, as I will repeat over and over, George Kittle has broken bones in his ankle. Mm-hmm. He's been around the league for so long now that I kind of have this thing with Julio where I kind of forget he's good. Yeah. I forget he's that good. And then I watch a Falcons game closer and I'm like, what was I thinking? And then by the time I watch the next Falcons game, I'm like, oh, this Julio character. Yeah. And I'm surprised all over again. I love that. To be fair, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that one of the reasons that you cited for the Falcons not making the playoffs when we made our like predictions was that like Julio Jones wasn't actually that good. Yeah. Or like he was overrated. And then we, the season kicked off and the Falcons' defence shat the bed, but the offence... Still continued to put up Matt Ryan numbers. Yeah. And... He is, yeah, he is, he is alright, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Remarkably good. <laughs> He's alright. Potentially the wide receiver of the decade. Well, I'm talking about this season. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's he's been perfectly fine this season. Yeah, isn't he still the leader of receiving yards this year? I, I this think year? Mike Thomas think is, isn't so, it? No. Is it Mike Thomas? There's, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, he's ten. He's ten catches short of breaking Marvin Harrison's record with two games left. That's true. We'll come on to that. Uh, Steelers ten, Bills seventeen. The only thing that I have to report on this entire game is that Randy Feekner should again be fired. There was a point where Ben Roethlisberger was actually like, there's a there's a little clip that someone got from the TV coverage of like. They zoom in on Randy Feekner just before that horrendous wildcat play oh, that yeah. he keeps trying to call. And Ben Roethlisberger's like stood at the side of him going, like, are you serious? <laughs> and like basically shouting at Feekner and like talking to Mike Tomlin being like, what is going on? And like then the play goes horribly wrong, you know, the 10-yard line. Yeah. And Randy Feekner looks like a tit mm. because he's shit and we should get rid of him. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to name three players, though. Go for it. Let's and go. you're going to try and tell me what they have in common. Go on. Andy Dalton. Yeah. Phil Rivers. Yeah. Duck Hodges. Are you going to say that they've all thrown... Four interceptions. Four interceptions. Yeah. Four is bad. Four is bad, but to be fair, like, it's again on the offensive coordinator, I think, because you're trusting an undrafted free agent rookie to throw the ball 38 times against the second best pass defence in the league. They were 21st against the run. We ran the ball 15 times with a healthy James Conner. That's entirely on the play calling. Like, there is no responsibility here for Duck because we already knew that his arm was shonky and we put him in the situation where the Bills' defence was going to obliterate him and they obliterated him. Like, we all could have seen this coming and for some reason Randy Feekner Made him throw it 30 plus times and run the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. This loss doesn't fall on Duck Hodges, and I'm glad that he's starting against the Jets because he was put into the worst. He was basically thrown into the gauntlet with no assistance. No, I can agree to that. Yeah. So fire Feekner. 
is all I have to say. <laughs> Last game, Saints 34, Colts 7. A fantastic game. Take it away, B-Nugget. I was actually a little bit worried in the first, like, seven minutes. You were about to shut them out. The Saints yeah. literally were about to kick the living shit out of In them. the beginning, though, I get what you mean. They did, like, look like they might they looked be like they, competition. They mm-hmm. could have been competent, and then we just fucking dragged them <laughs> across that field. Yeah. Multiple yeah. times. Yeah. Drew Brees' stat line, Tom. I know you know it. Uh, 29 of 30. Four touchdowns? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Passing completion percentage of 96.7. 95.7 is QBR, only beaten by Lamar Jackson, who was 95.8. Yeah. He's got the highest completion percentage in NFL history for a game of over 25 passing attempts. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees in this game was about as legendary as it comes. And yeah, to have broken the pass record with a game like uh, passing TD record with a game like this mm-hmm. at forty last, years old. At forty years old, last time the Saints played on Monday night, he broke another record. I can't was it the it passing was. yards one? I think mm-hmm. so. Yes. Yeah. And they said, "Do you think he'll do it again on another Monday night football?" And yeah, he did. Yeah. So Paul Peyton Manning had both of his records broken on Monday night by mm. Drew Brees. Sauce mm. Peyton. Yeah. Yeah. Although Drew said that uh, the one incompletion will haunt him for a little while. Said. <laughs> yes. Well, did you see? But if that's your problems, James Winston like tears out. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the the best thing about Drew Brees is that like it's not just talent that he has, but his work ethic. There was a video that someone posted. Uh, I can't remember which Saints player it was that posted it, but they posted it on their Instagram, and it's Drew Brees on his own in the Saints training facility, just working on mental drills on his own. Literally nobody else is around whatsoever and Drew Brees yeah. is just like shouting to himself to like get himself into the mindset for game day. This is on like Wednesday. I love that though. He Why? did that literally five days before the game was played. Yeah. And I wish was... I had that mentality for work. But also like to have that mm. mentality when you've been doing it so long that you still don't take it for granted. Exactly. That yeah. you'll just be fine. Fun fact, Drew Brees was once uh, almost signed by the Miami Dolphins in 2006. Really? They actually pulled out of contract negotiations because he had shoulder concerns, which wow. is the most Dolphins thing <laughs> I've ever he's heard. he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> 13 years later and he's still playing. I don't even think he has shoulder concerns now. No. The only only thing to be worried about with Drew Brees is that he can't throw over a certain distance. But he's proved he doesn't need to. No. Exactly. All all he needs to do is throw checkdowns to Thomas, Cook, Ginn and Kamara and that's all he needs to do Mm -hmm. to break as many records as he damn well wants because he's Drew Brees. Mm -hmm. Please beep the fucking in that, by the way. I will. But not that one. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's all the games. Fantastic. Superb. I yes. think that that's the quickest we've gone through a recap in. Yeah, I feel like it's because we only talked about what was interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> we should do it like that. I agree. <laughs> Rather than be boring. <laughs> Rather than talk about any of the right. NFC East ever again. Yeah. <laughs> there was one week where the Patriots didn't play, so we didn't talk about them once. Yeah. Remember? And we were like, oh, this is like the only podcast where this about the NFL that like no one has talked about the Patriots and we were like, we can't even include us saying that because that will yeah. <laughs> still live. Wasn't there also like some Antonio Brown regarding the Patriots news that we just chose to leave out yeah. because we were mm-hmm. just like, we can't mention them. No. <laughs> yeah. Still a wanker, Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah, fun fact, Antonio, well... Bit of news for you. Is Antonio Brown was visited by police this week. Well, that is fun. Is Why? By yeah. police? Why? Well, oh, yeah, I saw yeah, the video. He, he posted it on like, Instagram. He posted like an Instagram live video of... Uh, 
I think that, like his ex girlfriend was going into like was trying to break into his house, so like she called the police on him. So they visited him, but in opening the gate to come to him, they also let his ex girlfriend in, and he was so pissed off about that that he goes to Instagram live stream the policeman walk into his front door right. and like shouting at him. Excellent. Yeah. So Antonio Brown is still living, yeah. living life. Yeah, he's living life. Mid-tier oh, douchebag. there's yeah. also it's not even really mid tier. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> room full of tropical fish tier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a fun fact you just reminded me um, by saying fish, and I said shit. Did you know that beaches, you know, sand, they're not actually all rock. You know how sand is meant to be like, yeah, crushed up rock. If you go deep enough under that first layer of sand, it's actually all just fish shit. Amazing. So many questions, not enough answers. I know. I just thought I'd include that. I do have some additional news. Go Antonio Brown related. Really? He's dropping an album. What? Oh, <laughs> I know that Lev Bell's a rapper, but it like, gets why? Better. The album is called Hashtag No White Woman 2020. Oh, no, yeah, I had heard about uh, Hashtag No White Woman, but he only yeah. tweeted that. He didn't tweet anything about the thing, so everyone was just retweeting it, being like, Antonio Brown's being racist. Yeah, no, he said, looking on Instagram, looking for 20 beautiful white women for photo a shoot to my new album, Hashtag No White Woman 2020. Either email auditionforab at gmail.com. So, so if you know anyone with low self-esteem, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> You will uh, he's not also... go running off to appear in an Antonio Brown music video. Don't last to his like... This could be a ticket to the big leagues. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to get in there. I'm going to find out all the NFL secrets. All right, yeah. We'll send you off as a reporter. I might actually apply. <laughs> he's also posted a poorly edited and pixelated fake campaign slogan with a picture of his face. <laughs> okay, let's move on now to a segment. It's now time for Snubs and Scrubs! Please, for the love of God, never do any of those facial movements ever again. <laughs> it was so unsettling, because you'd, like, wink one eye halfway through doing it. <laughs> so, are we just gonna do... Right, here was my idea. So we all say a player who we think should be in the Pro Bowl and a player we think they should replace. We then explain why, briefly... And then the rest of the team come up with a grade, A through F, as to whether they think it's right. Okay, I like that. All right, so who, Timmy, do you want to go first? Sure. Sports, sports, sports. <laughs> yeah. did, did Tom tell anyone that we tried throwing an American football around last weekend? Was it last yeah. weekend, week four? Uh, it, might been the, it might have been the weekend before, How yeah. He, he uh, broke one of my nails off. Hang on, you can't say that I broke one of your nails off. I'm not an NFL quarterback. You were trying to be. I wasn't trying. To, I was yeah. trying to throw the ball. Were you trying to hit it with some tight spirals? I was trying. Did you make up fake plays and like hurt it? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I did. Also gave off snack dab at punting. Yeah, I did a pretty good job. He's at a punting. pretty good punter. I'm mm-hmm. also apparently a pretty good kicker. If uh, if you are a member of the Los Angeles Chargers and you do need to replace Michael Badgley, then uh, hit me up. I will charge you ten thousand pounds. For the entire five years, that I wish to be in the league. <laughs> That's probably not that. That's like below minimum wage. I'm well aware. I'm well aware. That is well below minimum yeah. wage. I'll I'll work that, I'll be like a barista on the side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Working for the charges is not a full time job. Yeah. <laughs> NFL kicker and coffee artist. Yeah. <laughs> Artiste. Artiste. Sorry. Also, isn't it a barista? Yeah, no, it's a barista. barista. 
In the same Are you way. thinking of Bristow? No, but in the same way that a, a male ballerina is a ballerino. No, it's not. Yeah, no, 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 seriously. I'm not. That's not a joke. I feel like that's a... a... It is. Really? <laughs> the star male ballet performer of the company is called the ballerino. Wow. The ballerino. <laughs> the ballerino what? being that, it, no, it shouldn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, caught on Tom. Here's your first well, it's one. It's like how a single of spaghetti is spaghetto. A what? What? So like a single strand of spaghetti a spaghetto. is a spaghetto. Or, or one spaghettum. Both are acceptable. A spaghettum. I'm... I'm... <laughs> Can we move back on to the <laughs> I hate every moment of this entire conversation. So, the player that I think should be in the Pro Bowl is Dak Prescott, and I think that he should replace Aaron Rodgers, Mr. Caviar Fingers himself. Yeah. And my reasoning, they have a similar completion percentage. Rodgers has 63.3%, uh, Prescott has 65.5%, but Dak Prescott has racked up almost a 1,000 more yards two more touchdowns, and also hasn't been sacked anywhere near as many times. Yeah. Dak Prescott has taken 18 sacks. Rodgers has taken 32. Aaron Rodgers is holding on to the ball too long because he wants to be Mr. Hero. Dak Prescott is just playing football. Yeah. Therefore, pro ball. Yeah. When the NFL realises that Aaron Rodgers is not the guy that he was in 2011, the sooner we can all move on from this hellish mm-hmm. nightmare. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna respond to that by giving it a C because I think that you're absolutely right to say that Rogers shouldn't be in the Pro Bowl, but I think there's players who deserve it higher than Dak Prescott. Well, there's also the reason that I was going to go with probably the player that you're thinking of, but I didn't want to take your limelight. Yeah. <laughs> so I would okay. Say, like you're pro- you're right that I think Dak's been overlooked. Because the Cowboys aren't doing well. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. the Packers are like playoff contenders, so they're getting more attention. Yeah, they're uh, they're officially in, aren't they? The Packers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you about um, Aaron Rodgers, but then yes, you obviously have like we all discussed it prior. We really agree with it. we all agree, but we're gonna let Ed say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that we all did. You also pick a replacement quarterback for Aaron Rodgers. No. Okay. I no. steered clear because I thought three, three is enough. Yeah, so my crowd, my replacement. At that point, like, if you can't pick the guy that we actually all think it should be, yeah. and I also can't pick the second or third guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you may yeah. as well stay We're out really of it. Going down the list. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'll stay on quarterbacks corner, um, and I'll say that Aaron Rodgers doesn't deserve a selection, and instead, Kirk Cousins deserves a selection. Yeah. One of one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Top three in completion percentage. Top five in passing yards, top five in QBR, top five in PPF grades, the best quarterback utilising play action. He's had the third highest passer rating this season. Mm -hmm. And in a league that is not blessed with great quarterback talent in terms of the NFC North, the idea that the voters could look across at Green Bay and think, oh, Aaron Rodgers is that guy who's thrown fewer touchdowns a lesser rate and holds onto the ball for far too long merits inclusion over Kirk Cousins is ridiculous. Yep. Some of it though is like the legacy of it, isn't it? Cousins and the Vikings have only just started yeah. to be oh. better and sometimes it takes people a little to catch up. This guy's a bit too all shucks for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you an A on that front. Yeah. Thank a you everyone. This, yeah. Yes, this is the clearest. In terms of like legacy maybe overshadowing Actual current reality. I have my pick. Not here. I think we missed Beth. Oh, did we? I mean, that was doing it. I don't mind. Oh, okay. 
Go for it. <laughs> you have arbitrarily missed Beth. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that uh, Carl Fuller should be in over Darius Slay. Uh, he has three interceptions, 12 pass breakups, and 72 tackles, which all of those stats are better than every cornerback that's in his place in the Pro Bowl right now, except for Marshall Lattimore, who has one more pass breakup. Uh, Darius Slay didn't even get the most votes from the general public. It's just that he got some votes from like other players, and that that's why he's in. Yeah. So I'm voting for Carl Fuller over him. Nice. Mm-hmm. Just in terms of, we all said that we were going to do two players from our own team. I think yeah. it was a max of two, but yeah, yes. I've also done two. Oh, was it? Oh, I thought you said yeah, no, you, two. No, it's yeah. a max of two. I'm going to oh. give that argument a B, and I think the only reason it's not an A is the fact that Darius Slay was clearly the best player on a bad Lions defence, whereas Cal Fuller was one of a group of good players on the Bears defence. I'm probably going to give it an A because I agree entirely and I'm a stat man. He is a stat man. So we're going back to Aaron Rodgers. Um, I don't think he should be there. And I think Matt Stafford should be there instead. Mainly because in week 10 he broke his back. You know why he broke his back? Because <laughs> he was carrying the team. Yeah. That's why. So he's got 64.3% completion, which is one of the best in the league. 2,499 passing yards, 19 touchdowns to 5 interceptions. So he's doing pretty good. Yeah. His average QB rating is 106. I think what we're basically saying is there's a number of people that could have gotten in above Aaron Rodgers. Definitely. Just anyone but Aaron Rodgers. Anyone but (laughs) Aaron Rodgers. I mean, two quarterbacks in one division that should have been in there above Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The third shall not be named. (laughs) All right, Tom, do you want to go again? I'm going to replace Jarvis Landry with Cortland Sutton because of the fact that they they actually have very similar stats. Um, Jarvis Landry has five touchdowns to Cortland Sutton's six. Uh, Sutton has one more yard, receiving yard, than Jarvis Landry, but Sutton passes the eye test far greater than Jarvis Landry is. This is coming from a guy whose quarterbacks have been Joe Checkdown Flacco, Brandon, I've never played a game in the NFL before, Alan, and Drew, people think I'm a worse John Elway with no reason to compare Locke. Jarvis Landry has got worse stats than Cortland Sutton while having the 50th greatest player going into the NFL, according to NFL players. I don't think that Jarvis Landry has been anywhere near as good as he could have been, and he's definitely not been as good as Cortland Sutton. Yeah. So he's being replaced. I agree with that. I'd give it an A. Yeah. I think that you're absolutely bang on. The eye test is super important with wide receivers, and it's clear Colton Sutton is the wide receiver one there for years to come. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I think that Jarvis Landry is there again because he was good. But he's, this is yeah. the fourth year that he's been in it. This next one, there's question marks over it, but hear me out, okay? Go for it. I'm taking out Deshaun Watson, and I'm putting in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right. Bold. F. <laughs> <laughs> His completion rate is worse. Yes. He's thrown fewer touchdowns. He's thrown more interceptions. There should be a bot here. (laughs) (laughs) But no other quarterback in the NFL other than Lamar Jackson currently leads their team in passing and rushing yards. No team has been more reliant on their quarterback than Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins. No team have more to thank one man than Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins. And for that reason, he deserves inclusion ahead of someone who has pieces around him. Don't get me wrong, Deshaun Watson's amazing, but no one has been more of a leader than Ryan Fitzpatrick. 
I can sort of see that. I can I can see what you're saying, but I would argue that he leads his team in passing and rushing yards because his team are shite. But he he, have, he like, is not. <laughs> no, but like it's not like he's got a ridiculously high number of rushing yards. It's just that his team are none. Yeah, to be fair, like. Like Lamar's Ryan... leading on like a thousand. I don't think Ryan's got. What's he got? Like a few hundred. It's it's impressive what he's done with his running game because he's given himself a running game. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, really, Walton, Balage, and Laird aren't giving him shit. But... No. You've got him both at the month thirty-seven. Yeah, and has the most majestic facial hair you've ever seen. I feel like <laughs> if we were to give Ryan Fitzpatrick a Pro Bowl, then it sort of detract away from the point of having a Pro Bowl. But then again, it's a pretty pointless game anyway. No one watches the Pro Bowl, but Nobody the, watches the, the, the invitations are more important than the game. Yeah, that is true. I think it matters more if you're an All-Pro than being selected to a Pro Bowl. But Ryan Fitzpatrick should be selected to the Pro Bowl. Well, because it's a joke of a game. <laughs> no! Because he... <laughs> no... I think he deserves recognition for what he's been able to achieve, definitely. But mm-hmm. I'd find it hard to say that I'd rather have him than Deshaun Watson. Yeah. But then again, like, out of the AFC... The the trio of quarterbacks that are going to the Pro Bowl, they're much better. Yeah. <laughs> they're good players, don't get me wrong. Um, so my next one was uh, Joe Schobert over Donta Hightower. Joe Schobert has 226 tackles and he has 10 stops that covered over 20 yards. So from snap to getting the tackle, he covered over 20 yards 10 times, which is in the top 10. Uh, he's also got 55 stops, which is the fourth best across the NFL. He's He's got four interceptions in the last two games. And I just think he's overall been a stronger been a stronger player and he's had more impact on games than I think Donta Hightower has. Yeah, you talk about sort of defensive cornerstones. He is the heartbeat of that Browns defense. Yeah. Hey. He yeah. He made it last year as like an injury replacement, but mm-hmm. I think he should have made it this year on his own merit. Yeah. I'm also going to go away. I had a I had another name for the for the high tower, oh yeah, remark. But uh, so did Beth. I did. I'm still going to give you an A. Thanks. Yeah. Um, because very compelling, Thank very you. compelling. But instead of high tower, I had Tremaine Edmonds. Oh okay, yeah. High tower shouldn't have even been an interior linebacker. He shouldn't have been voted for. He's only got sixty combined tackles, four sacks, no interceptions. You know, he hasn't really done anything to set set the world on fire. No. But Edmonds has. He's got 105 combined tackles. 43 of those are solo, and that racks up to 10 more than Hightower. One and a half sacks and an interception to pick off Lamar Jackson, of all people. We talk about meat and potatoes linebackers. Yeah. Tremaine Edmonds is yeah. the best young meat and potatoes linebacker in the NFL. Easily. Yeah. I'm happy to give that one an A as well. Yeah, I'm also going <laughs> to go A. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Yeah. Should we make this this next one the last round as well? Because my, my tum is rumbling. Yeah, okay. I haven't eaten today. What, the last, the last round in general? The last round of the picks, yeah. All uh, right. So just give us one more, Thomas. Okay. These are both going to be sort of Steeler bias, but I have good reason for both of them, but I'm going to pick the one that's not been named yet. Matthew Judon to be replaced by Bud the Stud Dupree. <laughs> and there is a reason for this. Matthew Judon has been good. Don't get me wrong. And the Ravens are in a superb place to be uh, to be in as a result of Jackson, Ingram, Peters and Matthew Judon. But if we're looking at an individual uh, performance, Matthew Judon has 47 tackles, 11 solo, 8.5 sacks, 3 forced fumbles, none of which have been recovered. 
Bud Dupree is better in every single statistic here than Matthew Judon. So he has 58 tackles, 15 of which are solo, 9.5 sacks, 4 forced fumbles, 2 of which are recovered. He also has 2 triple crowns in those 2 fumble recoveries, which is basically where you get a sack, fumble reco- uh, a forced fumble, and you recover your own fumble. Yeah. Those are big plays. Those are basically the biggest play that you can make as an outside linebacker. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, him and TJ Watt have been the best partnership in the NFL for like pass rushers in terms of getting results, getting to the quarterback, basically leveling everything. The only stat that Matthew Judon is even better than Bud Dupree in is QB hits. But you yeah. can get a QB hit for just coming in late. Yeah. Bud Dupree's doing it on time with efficiency and doing it bloody well. Oh. I think he deserved to be there more than Matthew Judon. And he wasn't even up for a, he wasn't even in for nomination, which is the most ridiculous bit of the entire situation. Oh. I would have voted Bud the stud. But he was better than Matthew Judon and he was damn sure better than uh, Von Miller as well, statistically and eye test wise. I'd go along with that. I'll give that an A. Yeah. Yeah. The idea of him not being listed as criminal. Yeah. Bud, Bud Dupree has been a candidate for candidate uh, for comeback player of the year in terms of how he's gone from being a weak spot on the Steelers' defense that everyone wanted to replace because he was a failed five-year project to now being one of the most efficient pass rushers in the league. The guy that mm-hmm. you could, the thing the fact that you couldn't even vote for him is kind of offensive. Yeah, mm. I had I had a real problem trying yeah, to pick would this. You do that. One of the one of the mics isn't showing up. How long has this been an issue? Not the whole time, but 90% of the time. Helmer Hits is a non-profit organisation on Facebook that is helping to further the culture of American football in the UK by contacting councils to get the sport into schools and by helping donate money to current teams so they can buy equipment and kits and anything that they might need. If you go onto their Facebook group, you can buy raffle tickets for £10 to win autographed jerseys and helmets, so get on it now. Everyone's one red. Cool. I don't know. We'll never know. No. Until I edit it. At which point it'll be proved to be me. <laughs> you and say you're So yes. Pick. So I had real trouble with this one because there's one player I think that stands out head and shoulders that's the maybe even the biggest snob of all of them, and that's Eric Kendricks. He leads all linebackers in passes defended. He leads all linebackers in um, assisted tackling. He leads all linebackers stops at the point of contact. So that's tackles that don't get any further than Eric Kendricks. Yeah. He's playing in a dominant front seven and he's not playing with or the line with supporting linebackers like players like Tremaine Medmonds, like Devin Bush, who have another inside linebacker available with him. He's on his own. So he's he's in a sort of run stuffing pass defending island. And for that reason I'm gonna drop out a player who I love, Luke Keekley. <gasps> really? And I'm gonna put in Eric Kendricks. Because there's no finer linebacker in the NFL right now. But you take out Luke. Mm-hmm. Afraid so. That's so brutal. Mm-hmm. That's very brutal, but I'll give you an A. Thank you. Yeah. I'm also giving you a, an A. I think I'd, yeah, I think I'd give you an A. I think he also deserves to be there. Amazing. It's sometimes it's hard though, isn't it? Like he deserves to be there, but you've got to take someone yeah. out. But who out of Bob Wagner and Luke Keekley would you not have? That's the problem. <laughs> Imagine that team. Kendrick's <laughs> Keekley and Bobby Wagner. Yeah. Yikes. You wouldn't even need corners, you'd just get like <laughs> <laughs> Three ridiculous <laughs> athletic linebackers playing out there. It's me. It's you. It's your turn. Oh, unless we've missed Beth again. <laughs> <laughs>
So my next one was Darren Waller over Mark Andrews of the Ravens. Also controversial, but there are 12 Ravens in the Pro Bowl, so we can miss one. (laughs) Agreed. Um, Darren Waller has far more receptions and yards than Andrews, who might have more touchdowns, but he's working with Lamar Jackson, and Darren Waller is working with Derek Carr. Um, Darren Waller also has a plus 7.4% difference between expected and actual catch percentage, and he's gotten Derek Carr up to 108.8 passer rating when targeting him. In contrast to Mark Andrews, who's only got a plus 1.4% difference and 108.2% passer rating when targeted. And that's Lamar Jackson. So Darren Waller has gotten more out of Derek Carr in mm-hmm. terms of completion passer rating than Mark Andrews has gotten out of arguably the best quarterback in the NFL right now. I'll go along with that. I'll give that a, uh, an A. Yeah, you've, you've twisted my uh, my viewpoint on Mark Andrews being there because I thought that he actually deserved to be there, but no, I'm no. I'm all I'm all for God, it. I don't you've, think I've ever changed my mind on anything. You twisted Tom's extraordinarily long arm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> With an equally extraordinarily long arm. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that's true. I'm very long. That was the limp yes. bowl. The shaved orangutans are in the building. <laughs> yes, I know. I can't really talk. <laughs> no, I was gonna say that's mean. I'm a shaved orangutan everywhere else. When we started dating, and you kept telling everyone I looked like Charles the First, and I was like, "You have not. <laughs> that is not a way to get in my pants. That's not like, a way to woman's heart. No, the short like He also told me I looked like. Who was the guy that wrote Star Wars? We he didn't write Star Wars. J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Oh, God. And he got me to hold up, like, books of J.J. Abrams on the cover next to my face and take pictures of me. And you're, and you're with this I'll man. See <laughs> <laughs> I'm still with this man. And you're still with that man. Mm-hmm. I must be a stud, right? I love how we both basically went for different comments. <laughs> like, Beth was like, you're still with Ed the monster. And I was just like, yeah, I'll see it. <laughs> Go on then, Beth. Okay. Bring us home. I am going to swap out Zackertz for Watercup. <laughs> Why do you hate Zackertz, by the way? Because when we played them, it was Carl Fuller. He shoved him in the head off his face mask. Pro Bowl snob Carl Fuller. And then round score a touchdown. Oh, great. Okay. And um, then nothing happened. Wait, what, so on that loan, what, what week did this happen? Because I don't want any comments about me holding on to literal Bounty Gate or Brownty Gate even. Brownty Gate. Brownty Gate. Have you just coined it that or are people calling no, it I've, that? No, I've just coined it that. That is a work of my brain just now. Coined and minted. <laughs> it was the 3rd of November. I don't want any comments about how I'm holding a grudge. My rage has not been quite the same level. Yeah, but Thanks. it wasn't the quite the, the same level. This is the first time I've heard of this. <laughs> it's the second week you've been here. You live with me. I she do. She also listens to the podcast. Mm-hmm. I do. No, you don't. I do. You li- you listen. I've listened to, to like seven episodes so far. That's, that's more that than most. Have, that would have included. That's <laughs> more than Sam. Yeah. It's definitely more than Sam. But Sam, our my manager, has listened to several. That's, that's true. Same. He yeah. listened to it while he was moving house. Blessing. <laughs> Champagne, <laughs> Sam, the fantastic. Patriots fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we need to get on board someday. Yes. Uh, yeah, week nine it was. <laughs> We're back in week nine it was. <laughs> <laughs> We're clearly getting off topic have, again yeah, here, yes. We have, sorry, cock continue. Yeah, so we're going to take Zach Ritz out. Yeah. And then we're going to replace him with Jared Cook from the oh, Saints. 
<laughs> Ooh, my head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I imagine the Bears defense, uh, defense sounds like right now. They're now just on. all from Bristol. <laughs> oh, that was a nasty bump on the noggin. <laughs> Have I ever, I'm going to digress again, but I once, uh, I got mugged in Bristol. You got mugged in Bristol? And I was, I was really drunk, so I kind of just right. like walked away and shrugged off. <laughs> <laughs> this guy came over to me and he went, excuse me, mate, can I have a look in your wallet? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you're not scary. <laughs> I couldn't imagine a less intimidating accent than being mugged by. Excuse me, mate. <laughs> Irony is all I had in my bag was Lego. <laughs> right. Not only for that reason... Yeah, that he's, he's he's a face mask abusing weirdo. Um, but Why you touch my face? <laughs> oh my god, you're so weird. <laughs> so we're swapping Jared cooking from the Saints, which oh, yeah. sounds a little bit of a weird a weird swap because technically head butter over here has got better stats. But what you've got to look at is the fact that the Saints are currently on 11 wins. Jared Cook is very close to being on equal stats with Ertz. The fact that the Saints have got not just Jared Cook, but they've also got Michael Thomas. Yeah. These guys are like sharing targets. Yeah. Whereas on the Eagles, it's literally just Ertz who can catch a ball. Yeah. So I think it's a bit of an insult that this man here who shoves face masks... (laughs) goes to Somerset on his summer holidays. Bangs his gavel and that. <laughs> is taking out this guy who caught Drew Brees' record-breaking touchdown. Let's not. Let's talk. Uh, I'm also digressing, but it's just a thought that's just popped into my head. I feel like we've also accidentally created almost the podcast equivalent of the litmus test. Is it the litmus test where it's like two female characters talk to each other about non-men? Oh no, that's the... The Bechdel test. The Bechdel test, sorry, that's the one. Yeah. That like, if two women at any point have a conversation about something that's not men, yeah. it passes the test. Yeah. That's the mm-hmm. low bar that's been set. Un- unfortunately, Zach Ertz is a man. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, we, we it doesn't pass the test then, does it? It's I think about it does, cause, but we're not, but it's in like a romantic sense. Like, if they in talk about something sense. other than their love life, ah, I see. then it passes the test. Well, so a lot of films talk about there, so don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it has to have the. It's such a low bar. It makes me so sad. Mm-hmm. Like how many films would be included in this if it was like for men? Uh, it has to have at least two named women in it. That's ours. Yeah. Uh, who talk to each other? We have Hi, spoken Beth. to each other. Yeah. Hello. About something besides a man. A sport. We throw ball. Fast and Furious often doesn't make the list. Really? Shockingly, yeah. That testosterone fueled uh, nightmare also, of a franchise. Uh, it's because they're talking about, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, <laughs> Nissan 350Z. <laughs> the film How to Train Your Dragon The Hidden World doesn't make the cut. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Pokemon Detective Pikachu does, so... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because of the fact that female characters talk about the Pokemon and the actual... Yeah. As if Hard Train Your Dragon doesn't make a cut. Only one particular one, though. I know, but still. What's, like, mm-hmm. your favourite film? Sisterhood of the Travelling Pants. Big Lebowski. Sisterhood of the Travelling Pants did pass the test. <laughs> I think My Sister's Keeper might be my favourite one, actually. It makes me cry every time, and I haven't watched it since oh, I was, like, 12. It's an intense film. That's it's probably two named women. <laughs> Big Lebowski only passed one of those three categories. The one being that there were two named women. Yeah. But they I'm, were never on the screen together. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm well aware of this. <laughs> Can I. Are you going to guess a film? What, that passes the Bechdel test? Yeah. Sophie's Choice. 
<laughs> no, let's go for um, what's the one with Mary Kate and Ashley where they're in the sea? New York Minute. That's the one. Oh, don't test me on my Mary Kate and Ashley knowledge. Does New York Minute pass? New York the Minute test? only passes one of the tests, which is that <laughs> they are both named and they are in it together. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> I love that. A film oh. with two female leads doesn't pass the Bechdel test. Yeah, because they only ever talk about Matt the man. Oh my god. That's how we do. That's how we do. Awful oh, series. Heather has disagreed. Heather has said, I think you'll find they talk about skipping school. <laughs> In order to find a man. Yeah, I was about to say, if they're skipping... Molly's giving you I'm such so, a look I'm of so disgust. I'm sorry for whatever you said. Hey, Beth. It wasn't that bad. What's Brown and Rose with Snoop? No... I don't know. Dr. Dre. <laughs> I liked that. I wow. liked that. Wow. I wasn't expecting that. But I, liked I was that. like thinking like, is it another word for shit? I was like going through <laughs> my head like Molly's giving you the look of yeah. disgust now. Of course oh, she is. Dear. She's utterly ashamed. Oh no. Dear. She's so adorable. Shame is mitigated. Look at that face. <laughs> my nan used to have like the same sort of cat. He was called Boss Cat. Boss Cat. Boss Cat. That is the best name ever. First name Boss. Second name Cat. Boss Cat.